everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 149 on Monday the 19th of September 2011. My name is Steve Layton and thank you as always for joining me uh, for the 149th time. Or maybe the first time, who knows, but hey, thank you very much, it is always much appreciated. Um, 149 means we're nearly at 150, uh, which I talked about last week, going to be a bit special. The only way you're going to get to try these two coffees, and yes, there will be two, um, is by being a subscriber. It is the chance of a lifetime to try these very unusual varietals from Indonesia, so you must, 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 must subscribe. It's a good excuse to this week. Um, I'm going to do a blog post as well, a link here, on how to be involved and what you need to do, so there's no excuse. You can be anywhere in the world and be part of it. We've already had people confirmed in Canada, a coffee shop in Canada called Transcend, uh, North Tea Power, uh, Six Eight Cafe, um, and there'll be others. So I'll put them all in the blog post. I can't remember the others. Sorry if I missed you out. Uh, we've also got Cafe Harlequin in Three Fe, um, which is going to be cool. Um, and there's still places to come. So if you want to come and be part of it in our training room, then please uh, do so. Uh, drop me an email. Um, anyway, enough of the press. Enough of the present. Let's talk about uh, the past. Sorry. Let's talk about the present. Um, and this week's coffee is another of our direct trade coffees. We have a huge history with it, um, right back to 2007, and last done in episode 84 in June last year. So, um, yeah, a, a big favourite of mine, called Costa Rica Finca de Licho, uh, and a coffee that we bought in Cup of Excellence, first in 2007, as I was saying, um, when it finished fourth. And this is our fourth year of buying it now. Um, and super proud of it because it really shows our development as a coffee roaster. So, first we bought in the Cup of Excellence program, and then, then we bought through a broker, an import broker, who we asked to bring in. Uh, because we're a small buyer, uh, we weren't able to do anything direct, and they helped us bring it in and, and build that relationship. Um, and then this year, I went out to Costa Rica and, and did a deal on the farm uh, with the brothers um, as part of our direct trade kind of progression if you like. Um, reason we did that was I, we nearly missed out on it last year because another UK roaster wanted it and we desperately wanted it too. So basically we acted to make sure it happened uh, so we could guarantee the supply of it. Um, so spent some time in Costa Rica and I loved the fact that I'd walked onto the farm I'd already cooked the coffee at the exporter's office. Uh, I decided that we wanted it. We'd approved the day's lot that we wanted. This is what we was gonna have. Um, walked onto the farm, spoke with one of the brothers. How much do you want? They told me how much they wanted. Um, we agreed a price. I got back in the fall before that we were in. Drove away, deal was done. Five months later, we had it here to sell. Um, that's a pretty cool way of doing business and, 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 and was, was really exciting. So it's grown in the Naranjo region um, in the volcanic northern Cordillas corridor of the Western Valley. It's owned by a group of brothers called the Aguilera brothers, not Christine Aguilera, different brothers. Uh, cultivated at an altitude of 1500 metres, varietals of Villasarchi uh, with a little bit of Katura, which is 30%, um, so 70% Villasarchi. Um, honey processed, which is, we've talked about it before on here, but it's like the pulp natural method, so the fruit is removed from the seed, the, the bean, um, but then it's left to dry with all of the mucilage still on, 
um, and there's no water involved in the removing of the, the cherry. So it sticks to the bean. It, really dangerous thing to do and uh, a lot of people started to do it because it was trendy too. Uh, these guys do it because they don't have so much water on the farm and uh, they're unable to use water as, as much as they would like. Um, so uh, they have to be very careful, make sure it doesn't stick together, make sure it's turned regularly, make sure it doesn't get over fermented, doesn't get kind of mouldy or rotten and, and, and it can be a really really difficult thing to get right but they are so well experienced in doing this method um, that they, they know exactly what they're doing. The side effects of this are you end up with a slightly sweeter cup um, and you end up with something that is a bit more kind of uh, mouth-feely, kind of is improved and it, 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 I mean all of the honey processed stuff we've seen, so we've seen Herbazoo which is honey processed and this one, um, I've just been very impressed with it. it, it has been amazing. But it's not just because it's trendy, these guys have always done it, and, and that's the important part for me. Um, so, I should go and make some coffee, I guess. Um, thank you for all the comments about Roland working hard in the background of me. Not Actually, one more. The comments on inmymug.com, on the bloggy part there, have been amazing, and I really, really love the fact that people have been commenting much more. Um, I'd love to see more, so please keep, keep the comments coming, it's been great. Um, but yeah, a, a few comments about Roland in the background working hard while I'm sitting up here in my ivory tower. Um, he does work very hard. I think we've got Andy working hard in there building our tables ready for next week's In My Mug Live. So. Um, anyway, I'm going to whack you on pause. I'm going to go and make the coffee. I have espresso. Thank you, Dale. Um, Dale plumbed in my espresso machine for me yesterday and we stuck wires into things and it worked. So I'm going to go and make cappuccino, brewed coffee and espresso. Um, and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Right, so I'm back. Uh, I'm going to dive into the espresso first of all. Oh, espresso. The coffee was literally roasting behind us as I was recording, so I've had to wait 10 minutes or so for it to cool down. So this is so fresh. The smell, it smells fresh first of all. You just see it's very, very bright. Ooh, it's super zingy just because of that freshness, but super sticky sweet. You've got like a real honey thing going on there, and I don't know whether it's the honey processing, because I kind of find this a lot, but it really gives this mouthfeel and texture of really thick, gooey honey. A gorgeous raspberry, an, an undeniable raspberry on there. And a little bit of kind of like um, a biscuity uh, kind of, not texture, but flavour to it. It's a malty kind of... I think it's absolutely an amazing espresso. Um, I love blending with this coffee. I really love blending with this coffee. Right, smells are in the bowl. So like the espresso, this smells very zesty and zingy. And there is some acidity to it, for sure. You know, you, you've got that like tart raspberry going on. But there's a chocolate that you can smell on the aromas that just... It's, it's very similar in lots of ways to last week's uh, El Bosque. There's so much going on in this cup that it's, it's, it's great because every time you go at it, you'll find something different. My milk today, the texture was ace. I just showed it Andy going, look at that, it's cool, but my art was atrocious. Um, I just haven't been doing espresso for a couple of weeks and it's the first milk I've done, but it, it, yeah. 
This coffee does everything. It is a multi-talented, multi-faceted, I think it is an awesome single, single espresso, you know, single estate espresso. Um, I really, really like it because of its complexity. Um, in the milk, the raspberry just cuts through beautifully and you get that chocolate that you can smell on the aromas there. The chocolate is much more prominent than in the espresso. Um, This should have been going long enough now. So I've been playing with the Clever Dripper. Um, we don't sell them, but I'd like to. I think we should. We should sort them out. It, for me, it's like the French press. All the benefits of the French press. So you've got that. Um, it, it's held in the water within the coffee. So there's a, you can have a really chunky uh, grind on it. Um, but you don't get any of the dirty or the sludginess that you can get. But you do get it poured, sticking sometimes. I've got enough there for my cup, so I'm gonna go with that. Sorry about the beeps and whizzes and boops in the background. I've got to turn my uh, computer off before I do this. That's Twitter and Skype and email all pinging at the same time. I hate to mojo that, because I've definitely screwed that up. <laughs> um, it's not as good as it can be, but what you get predominantly here are the raspberries. You just get that beautiful tart raspberry. A lot of the chocolate sweetness that you find in there has disappeared, and a lot of the honey kind of texture mouthfeel stuff that you find in there has gone, but here you get that raspberry. And the raspberry runs through all three, raspberry ripples all three. <laughs> raspberry ripples all three. But I think that is absolutely a delicious, it is a delicious coffee. If I'd brewed it better it would be even Better. That makes sense, wouldn't it? Though, if I brewed it better, it would be better. But I know it can be lots more than that. But it's still, it's very drinkable, and I am going to finish that. Um, this is tough to put them in some kind of order, but I think um, I really like the cap, uh, and I really like the espresso. Uh, in fact, I'm going to put those joint first. I'm going to cheat because I can't decide. And the brood, it's great brood, bro. I've screwed it up, so that's going to be a lot of the reason why that's there. Three things you need to know about this coffee. Um, grown by a, a group of brothers called the Aguilera Brothers. Uh, grown in the Western Valley of Costa Rica. Um, and is a varietal mix of Villasarchi and Couture, I think it is. And it's grown at 1500 metres. There you are, there's, there's lots of things to know about this coffee. Uh, and it is part of our direct trade programme, which I'm very proud of. And, and I love the fact that we went out and bought it this year. Right. In my mug live 150, do go and look at the blog post below. Uh, I really want to see you come along, if not in person to the roastery, if you want to, drop me an email. But through Google Plus, um, which gives us the ability that we can all talk to each other and you can meet other has-been customers and other in my mug viewers, uh, and hopefully it's going to be loads of fun. Uh, please, 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 please uh, do support it. If it goes well and you enjoy it and you like it, not every week, but like every 10, 15 or so, maybe we do something, something along those lines. So uh, please do get involved and do remember, life is too short.